Welcome back to Lightsaber Radio, all you Star Wars nerds. And if I could please humbly have a moment of silence and sympathy for our man Garrison, who will not be here today. Okay, that's long <laughs> enough. How's everybody doing? Wicked, doing wicked. Good, doing good. Doing good. Good deal, good deal. I don't know about y'all, but it's kind of hot where I be. I think it's hot everywhere. Charlie, how hot's it uh, um, where you Surprisingly, be? it's been pretty miserable. Pretty standard British weather. Miserable, rainy. Ah, fair enough. We have about five days of summer. And and then from that, from then it'll go to like, oh, five days of summer, then it'll go to like winter and yeah. be like rainy mm-hmm. miserable for all mm-hmm. winter. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. CJ, talk to me, dog. It is smoky three, three, over two. here. Organs on fire. <laughs> Everything's on fire around me. I'm going to ignore you. Everything's on fire. I can't. Hey, dude, I'm just glad you're awake today. Man, I've been awake the last four weeks. Get out of here. Because, uh, I've been great. Okay, he, okay so, to, so the, to the listeners, he's waking up early. That way he can look at his 330-second shoes. <laughs> Kyle, how's it being your hey, way, man, dude? I ain't it's even mad. It's hot as shit everywhere. America's yes, on yes. fire right now. I don't know now. if anybody else is... Really, on fire. So y'all are all on, like, must have okay, 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 so we have fires on one side, floods on the other. Why can't they meet in the middle and put each other out? Because we'd be, right saying, in the, I'd be right in the middle of that. I'm in the middle of the country. Hey, I don't want more fires. Y'all had... keep y'all on y'all oh, side of well. the country. I don't want it over here. It's just we, hot here. We have just had a really traumatic episode of Bad Batch. I hardly think it's appropriate to be talking about floods and explosions. Hey, that's a, hey, that's a perfect Thank topic you. to talk about. Cause I thought it was a perfect time to be doing it. <laughs> it's too soon. I don't know about you guys, but... I am emotionally traumatized from this week's episode, from this season finale. I'm going to be honest, I cried. I did also cry. I, I am man enough to admit that. I cried like a baby. I cried at the lack of story. Oh, Mark, no one well, cares. How about, how about, how about this? Let, let, how about Are you this? feeling let, in do, for let's Garrison? Do, how about this? Let's do, a, let's do a quick recap, and then we'll just kind of see what's going on. All right, this Bad Batch, is, uh, this Bad Batch episode is named Camino Lost. And that's the highlight of the episode. <laughs> Who wants to start? Let's see here. Let me get this out of the ray real quick. I was right and... Out of the ray? Out of, yeah, whatever. Uh, I was right and Crosshair <laughs> is just a jerk. He is a super <laughs> duper jerk. The guy is a jerk. That's not what you said earlier. You called him a flat out a-hole earlier. Yeah, I know, but we're recording. I'm trying not to cuss as much. I'm trying. These are the I'm, only thoughts and feelings said A-hole. has for the episode. Hey, 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 I'm alphabet friendly. I use the word, uh, the letter A, okay? A-hole. Hey, I just got an email from our good friend, Trey. He was wondering. Trey, what's up? Trey Money. He said he wants to come on the show. Should we invite him? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to invite him. Right now? <gasps> oh, my God, yeah, right now. Surprise. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. The more the merrier. Our show will be be a lot more fun than that episode of Bad Batch was. I'm sorry, Garrison. We're replacing you so quickly. You are you are messing with my feelings right now. I watch Camino sink. Do you not understand? Thank you, CJ. You are playing with my heart. We are emotionally uh, uh, vulnerable. CJ, CJ. So did Omega. So did Rika. Omega. So did Tick. Rika. So so did the a hole. So did Hunter. Just saying. I watched everything I've been wanting to see sink. 
It literally. Okay, so why are you why are you fussing about it? If everything that you wanted to see, no, no, it no, happened, no, no. I, I, why I are you fussing about it? I swear, <laughs> I watched Camino. I'm the one so thing I wanted there's... to know so much about. For our listeners, I'm so glad there's a, there's like a couple of states between these two because I think some fist fights would be going down. There's violence. There's violence on the podcast. Me and Mark would be going, man. I swear. Ooh, Shout out to no, GMA. <laughs> Okay, how about this? While we're trying to get Trey in here, I don't even consider this an episode for this season. And I'm going to tell you why. I feel from how everything went down in episode 15 of Return to Camino, that felt like the season's end. This was nothing but an interlude between seasons, and it was a long crap trip of, oh, hey, we're going to escape into something worse, and into something worse, and into something worse. Yeah, it was a roller coaster, if, if that tube is any by any indication, but it was just one long 23-minute escape. Okay. What 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 storyline got advanced except for the fact that Crosshair is an a-hole? We've okay. got a whole second season coming up, so I understand why there isn't a big push okay. to make a huge statement. In that case, statement. Why, did, why wasn't this... Why, mm, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Let, let, let me, let me Everybody explain to you... Everybody can have their own opinions, even if they're wrong. Let me explain to you why it was a good episode. Thank you, First Kyle. Off, Let's have some rebuttal. It proved, okay, I'm not saying it was a bad episode. I'm just saying it doesn't fit it here. It proved the crossover, crosshair was so Second off, it A-hole. showed... Beep! It, sh- ah. it showed that Omega really cares about all of her brothers, including Crosshair, because she says, I really care. You're still my brother. She saved his... She did. Which I'd have mm-hmm. let him drown, but that's just me. <laughs> um, and she showed him, like, true compassion. They all did. And... It led us into the next part. We seen what you predicted. You predicted it, Mark, that they were going to destroy Camino, and they did. And then, on top of that, it showed the progression of how it was destroyed, how the Bad Batch escaped. It led us to the next part. It wasn't just some episode that had no type of characteristics or anything. It had a lot of details on what Crosshair really wanted and what's the rest of the Bad Batch wanted. That's that's where it went. That's fair. That's fair. CJ, I'm talking over you. Dude, go for it. Can I just say they missed out on an opportunity? No, <laughs> no one thing. One thing. <laughs> for Qui-Gon yeah, Jinn, ahead, it's man. a I'm, Qui-Gon Jinn nod. There's always a bigger fish. Why didn't we get that? Come on. Hey, there is a bigger we fish. Did. We did. It was yeah. a yeah. tube. Hey, did y'all... Did, no, 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 did no, no. Y'all no. No. Well, actually, that's a, that's a tortoise. That's a tortoise. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like you see that fish attacking the tube. Why didn't we get another fish attacking the other fish? Like it was kind of would have been a great little nod to Qui Gon, like ha ha, Dave Filoni, thank you. But no, he he didn't. Charlie, do it. you want to rebut that? I mean, fish a fish. I did try and look up what fish that actually was, and there seems to be some debate as to whether it's one specific to Camino that we see Obi Wan fly with in the second of the prequel or it's the same as the one from The Phantom Menace that there's always a bigger fish and I thought that was really cool. What I wanted to say, um, this is something I found out after the fact but it made the episode even more traumatic. Kamino's history isn't that great. The reason they have all of these buildings on stilts is because the planet flooded so they have risen up out of the water they rose up to save themselves and now they've been blown into oblivion back under the waves and i think that's such a beautiful metaphor <laughs> for the destruction of a species and i species race Pompeii. it was so it, bless you oh. well okay so Thank why you. call it camino lost instead of brand new day because you never see the sun on camino yet ah oh, blue skies nice sun at the end uh 
Uh-huh. One of my things was the, 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 yeah, mixed mixed metaphors aside, I can see where you're going, but why give us that imagery at the end? Whenever I'm everything guessing, to the contrary in I'm books, guessing, in films, in all the other episodes, I'm guessing it's to imply that it's a new start for Omega. Her home is gone, but she still has her family, and that's been a really, really important theme throughout this entire season. And I think it's a it's a new, brighter start for her because she would never have grown on Camino. She would have been turned. She would have been brainwashed. Goodness knows what have happened to her. I also wanted to point out that there's been a real character development for Omega. She has shifted from being the child that they had to drag with them who didn't know what she was doing to basically being their mum. We've gone from the dad batch to the mum batch. She is also older than them, which I love. I love that point. Crosshair did not appreciate that. That was really, really funny. That little bit of face acting with the animation. Chef's kiss. <laughs> right, go. CJ, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, CJ. It's all good. I want to. I want to say two things here. One, Crosshair also turned around and saved Omega, and I thought that was a great like mm. nod to like he kind of still does have a heart somewhere. But I want to point out what Charlie just stated. Omega did grow up. Think about it. She instead of her panicking and freaking out when the the hallway was flooding, she grabbed her bow and shot the water and freed Crosshair and saved Crosshair. Like she pulled a BA moment and was like, nope, watch this, <laughs> boom, 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 and. Free crosshair. I kind of didn't understand that. And part. it was like, wow, Omega. I really didn't understand that part because I, doesn't the bolt send out an energy like like a lightning bolt energy wave? Like, how did she shoot it through the water? Like, I didn't, uh, I didn't get that part. I was like, this well, is Star more Wars. Energy than physics doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no such thing as physics. As evidenced by the fact of the pods, as evidenced by the fact of the pods floating to the top, they couldn't have floated it's there on because their because they were full own. of air. They, they, they would have ba- bounced off the flotsam and went up automatically. Why did poor AZ have to bite the metaphorical bullet to try to get people to the surface whenever they would get up there on their That's why they debated for, for five minutes. How are we going to do this? Well, if we get in the pods, the buoyancy, as long as the weight's distributed, we'll carry it to the top. Okay. But no, I think, yeah. I think it, it wasn't, it wasn't I, the fact... I like I'm that. a grumpy old man here. <laughs> it wasn't the fact of the pods wouldn't rise. AZ had to keep them from hitting the debris. So he had to... Has anybody ever went to a swimming pool? Has anybody ever like went to the beach? Okay, if you're at the beach and you bang up against something, you're going to bounce off and go a, a little bit to the opposite way. But if things float, they're still going to float to the surface if it's buoyant enough. Mark. I'm sorry. They, Mark, they talked about it in the episode. It's an animated show aimed at kids. Take a breath. Hey, why are you being garrison right yeah, now? Yeah, why are you I, I, being Hey, don't, don't be genderist here. Don't, don't Where, be ageist. Why are you being... This is Garrison's because I Because I have some serious problems with it. I gave it a 5.5. And I only, the only reason I rated it so high was because of the heartstrings, the music, and the beautiful, it's not cinematography, artwork photography. That's it. I have to say, and that was one of the problems that I had with the show. Why was it so damn dark? Like, I had to turn up the brightness all the way on my <laughs> damn TV to be able to see what the f*** was going on. Sorry. But, you know, I was like... It was just so dark. This is animated. It's supposed to be bright. It's not supposed to be that dark. I can expect that from a movie. You know, it's dark because it's really dark, so they want to give you that. But it was dark in a cartoon. It's an animated series. Why is it so dark? But I have to give it the fully... Isn't an escape supposed to be, like, quicker? Uh, I don't know. The what? But the you get with the what? The the foley in that oh the the sound effects that they put in that mm. episode was amazing. When that e went off, oh my god! Like I flinched, like oh, like I felt like I was 
part of the actual scene. And I have, that's, that's something you don't see too often, which that's what Foley is supposed to do. The sound effects are supposed to put you in the scene, but you never get it that much. And it, that was, I think that whoever the Foley artist on that was, was amazing. They did Absolutely. an amazing job on that. Um, I picked out some really cool Easter eggs from this episode. Um, the scientist that we see at the end of the episode who greets Lama Su when she's delivered to the Empire base is wearing the same uniform as, wait, I did write his name down. I did. Pershing. Thank you. He's wearing the same epi- um, uniform as Kershing in The Mandalorian, which implies potentially... P. So- Pershing. Pete Pershing, I'm sorry, I'm not a bad fan. Um, which also implies that so at this time within the Empire, it's a lot of it's built on guilds. You've got bounty hunting guilds. You've got what if there's a genetic engineering guild? What if they're all part of the same group? I mean, it's possible. Well, they are. They're just all in one place now. That the world just got clapped. Well, this is the thing too on that, and I that was one of the things that I picked up on the episode was that it's not so much that they didn't destroy all the cities on Camino, they just destroyed the cloning city on Camino. For us to imply that that's the only city on an entire planet, that would be kind of simple-minded of us. True. Do, do, do a quick rerun there, dude, because whenever Rampart asked the dude whenever he walked up, has Camino been destroyed? He said, yes, all structures on Camino have been destroyed. That's true. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if there's... Surely, goodness, they put a cruiser above each city and just like blow it straight to Hades, you know? Or straight to Hades since it's underwater, you know? CJ. Did you guys see the clone trooper really hesitate confirming yeah. that? Like you could hear the pain oh, in yeah. his voice. Oh, yeah. So much. The voice acting. He was like, oh, yeah. yes. Sir. Oh yeah, it really got it really got to me. I was like, "Ooh, hey, he's hey, I I feel you." Well, I want to I want to call back to something. I, like Char- I want to call back to something Charlie was saying just real quick. Um, while while we're talking about voices, I'm sorry, it wasn't Charlie? It was Kyle. Kyle, you said you had turned the visual up on this, and this ties directly with CJ. Uh, whenever you turned up your brightness on the screen, did you see the pain in the clone's voice that was sitting at the board on Rampart's bridge whenever they were confirming that Camino was destroyed? Uh, did I? I see it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I heard it. <laughs> I don't know if I seen it because you can't really see. Well, well, no, no. You're talking about the dude that walked up. I'm talking about the dude that's sitting at the console that was doing the firing. Uh, I didn't even see that part, honestly. I, I didn't even recognize that. So I just looked up how many cities are on Camino. It says well, Dream right. City, Research City, Satellite City, and then mm-hmm. Cloning City. So there's actually, from what it says on Wikipedia, there's actually four cities on Camino. So did they destroy all four of them? Or or did they just destroy the... Wait a minute, is that right? Well, do we remember yeah, back to episode 15, there was like a fleet of 20 cruisers poised over Camino to destroy the places. Yeah. That's so cool. I know that there was three at uh, Topoca City. So, I'm thinking that the whole planet's like fish food in all the literal sense of the word. Yeah. All I know is that they were trying to get out of that thing and it, that was sinking fast. My thing is this, it's a big glass tube that it landed on and it didn't crush the glass tube. I was like, that's kind of hard to believe there. You know, that's a, <laughs> a glass tube is holding up this entire city. Like that's that, that's a little bit like, it's just cracking, but it's not breaking. Like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Y- y'all stretch the limits of uh, animation uh, on uh, this Star one. Wars physics. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. The, okay. So let's go ahead and address the crosshair in the room. <laughs> Do, does the Bad Batch come back for him? Yeah. 
Yes or no? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't think they do either. I think he's made it very DJ, clear. DJ, your vote? I think he goes for them. Okay, so how is it How is it getting off Kamino on a platform that somehow the Empire failed to see and destroy? Yeah, that was the uh. only point that I had a problem with, was the camera pan, and you're like, oh, that's still standing. Okay. You'd think the Empire would have seen a tiny platform with a ship on it and gone... Now, only in the sunlight, on whole city, Oh, I yeah, I guess. Only, only in the sunlight. This poor episode, these poor writers. <laughs> like, don't they have, like, trackers on all the ships? But what was blocking them from the Empire just tracking them flying away? Like, you know, <laughs> don't they don't they got radar? Like, Tech, do you, so Tech Tech has, if you remember when they had that episode where they were, Wrecker helped Tech rip apart that, all that mm. stuff. Yeah. Tech can scramble everything and make it non-existent. So pretty much tech can sit there and type in some things and make it look like nothing is there. True. So that that is that is where I'm gonna pop off on that one. Thank you, Tech. Hey, did y'all get the part where, okay. where uh Crosshair was looking at tech like you really backing me up and tech was like, No, I just know you. You know what I mean? You're just a jerk. I just know who you are. <laughs> I, I just I just, I just know you're an a-hole. Like, I'm not defending yeah. your actions, yeah. I thought so, that was good. I'm not sure. Yeah, absolutely. CJ, I know that you're more in the gaming and toy side of things, but have you read any of the legends? A little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Charlie, have you? Again, same as CJ, bits and pieces. Okay, so I guess this is going to be for me and Kyle for the next 30 seconds. Sorry, guys. Yes or no, we are at a 95% probability that Wayland from the Thrawn, the original Legends Thrawn trilogy is being brought into canon. Yes or no? I think so. I, yes. I got that. Uh, it's it's got to be. I, I, would, I got that same impression. Okay. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, it, okay. So I don't what even is? Think it's, a, so, it's a possibility. It's in this episode, so it's definitely part of canon. Well, that, that facility is part of canon, but is it Wayland from the original Thrawn trilogy, or is it something that I, I think it's going? I think it's Filoniverse melding the two. Well, Filoni has already said multiple times he likes the legend stuff. He thinks more of it should be incorporated into canon. And he's been doing an excellent job of doing it this whole time. Brought in Bane, he's brought in uh, uh, Revan, he's brought in Exegol, he's brought in a lot of different stuff that's not in canon, and he's brought that over to the canon side. And then you have a lot of the things that's going on in the new books that is Legends stuff that is being brought into the canon side. Stuff that the Jedi's can do that George Lucas never wanted to be part. That's why it was Legends and it wasn't in canon because George Lucas didn't want things to happen like that. I mean, even in the new movies, you know, you Jedi's were never supposed to be able to fly. They could jump real high. They could jump down from high stuff, but they could never really just fly. And we have Ray just floating there in the air. So that's basically flying. In Legends, Jedis could shit. They could do some awesome things in Legends that... Well, they could if they eat regularly. Um, that just, you know, just bring <laughs> stuff up. I, I, I from, got you. From Legend, I think. Well, but, but because, because what wasn't it true that Lucas was kind of counterculturing the whole Marvel DC superhero malaise of the 70s as far as his idea of Jedi? It was supposed mm-hmm. to be more spiritual than superhero-ish? Yeah. That's, what, that's where George wanted okay. it to go. I, I, I'm with George you. always, he didn't want to be, he didn't want Jedi's to be superheroes. He wanted them to be average people with some special ability. He didn't want them to be superheroes because they can die. Superheroes don't often die. That's not something that you see a whole lot of. And he didn't want that. He wanted them to be like normal people. They just had a little bit of special abilities and they took a lot of responsibility in their in their special abilities. That's why they didn't have attachments and all that different stuff. Now they're kind of bringing things in that's a little bit more superhero-ish. And I think that's just, that's just Disney doing that. But it's great for the kids. In Legends, 
I mean, there's some, I mean, Jedi's and the Sith were doing freaking, you know, just wasn't feasible. And that's why I was always separated. And now Dave is kind of bringing that stuff in because he's like, dude, this stuff is awesome. You know, <laughs> why don't we let them do this? You know, I don't see why they. So, so, so could you say, I, I've got a quick question there. So could you say that Filoni's bringing Jedi back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say. I couldn't help it, dude. You, 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 you're, you're going off the rails there. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, what, one quick question I'm going to pose to uh, the team, though, to the, to the crew here. With Nala Say going to this, we'll call it possible, probable, hopefully, Wayland. And we know that, of course, she's a cloner. They're cloners. <laughs> what is she cloning? And who for? Well, we know it's for the Empire, but who specifically for? So. CJ. Oh, go. <laughs> I honestly think it's going to be the beginning of the Palpatine project yeah. that we see in the... I really feel like that's where it's going because it's going to nod into Grogu's thing and that... Because we're going to see... We're I think we're going to see Dr. Pershing? Yeah. Correct? I can't say his name to save my life, I bet. Yeah, I Pershing. think we're going to see him. I think we're either going to see him if there is a third season, which you guys are so opposed against... If we might get a nod to him, maybe that's that that doctor that walked up. Hold on, Mark. I see your face before that. It might her child that continues her research. Because think, who's opposed to a third season time. of Mandalorian? <laughs> not Mandalorian. No, a third season of Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Oh, it's not making it to three yeah. seasons. It'll no make way. it to three seasons. I don't think it'll it make will. it. Resistance didn't make it to three, and it actually had a following storyline. Resistance. Line. Good though. It was decent. My it point was exactly. For, it was good for Charlie. Help me out here, please. Age. Oh gosh. Um, I have a theory that I'd like to pose. Um, what if the Kaminoans created it. the Bad Batch so there would specifically be clones that would reject the rule of the Empire? Basically, an insurance policy. But why would Nala say do that if she knew about the plot of the Sith? And it shows on Wikipedia that she was part of Sith, not the thinking that she has force Secretly, abilities. Yeah. But I think that she always knew of the plot. And I think when she originally created the Bad Batch, I think she created them to be the like the ultimate Jedi killers. And then Hunter and them was just like, this ain't right. You know, we we just Bad. know this ain't right. I, I I think that they that they took Nala Say because she is secret Sith Order. Although if uh, and this is kind of where I'm a little bit in on things. Why did she look like a rat trapped in a cage and sad whenever she was taken off the ship? If she's part of, she if she's she in on going, She's doing good a path we cannot follow. I mean, yes, CJ. Oh. I honestly feel like she knew she was going to be stuck in a kind of a slavery mode. Like she was literally going to be stuck doing work she didn't want to do. She loved doing the clone work because it was her thing. That was her perfection. That's why she made Omega. That's why she did all the clones for Boba Fett because that was something she could control. Now that the cloning project is completely over for the Republic, it's going into an empire, she's going to be doing work she doesn't want to do. She doesn't want to touch that. You can see it in her face. She's like, oh no, I know what they're going to do. They're going to see if I can do 30 million things. And I, it was hard to perfect the clones in the first place. We couldn't even clone ourselves. So we is saw Snoke that in the her episodes. revenge then? Oh, that's a no, good idea. No, so, so, uh, uh, well, but but my thing is, is, and I'm going to throw it over here to Charlie next. Is Snoke her revenge 
on being enslaved. What do you think, Charlie? And give me your point. Maybe, possibly. I really like that idea. But also, I was going to say, um, it's really unusual for Kaminoans as a species to present emotion. They are normally very flat, very unemotional, but also they are one body, one soul, one species. They are all connected, so it may not be her sadness that she's showing. It may be the sadness of the death of thousands of her people. I took it that way rather than... Kind of like a hive mind? Yeah, kind of. It, it's talked about in Legends and a couple of book references that they seem to behave as one mind, one set of feelings and emotions, even though that's not particularly a trope of their species, which I thought was super interesting, which is why when you see them in Attack of the Clones, they're very neutral. Yeah, I can see that. Did y'all see the part where uh, Omega stops and looks at all the cloning vets? And watches them as they're falling into the ocean. Yes. I cried. I really started crying. Over that. She just stopped and looked. And Wrecker had to tell her, like, come on. I, I know it's hard. I think that broke her soul. I think that that's really what. I th- when she was staring off of that, where the ship was at. And she's staring off at Camino sinking in the fire and everything. At first, I thought that it might have been her just upset about her home being gone. Where she's lived her whole life. But I think it was more she was upset about the fact of the all those clones, her brothers, die. Just sinking, all them babies just sinking and just dead forever. It was very hard. Now back to the, uh, did she create Snoke to kill or, or to, as revenge? It might be possible because remember, Snoke was going to kill Ray. I don't think Palpatine ever really wanted Ray to die because then it wouldn't fit the story plot at the end. So, and Snoke was going to kill her. So it's like, all right, so right. if Snoke killed C- her. CJ, what do you think? Might be the revenge. I I don't think it's a Snoke thing. Like, that's it, a good little twist. Like, I think that would be clever if it was. But I honestly feel as if it's, like I well, said. Well, I remember, like Favreau is playing doesn't... the long game here. Or Filoni's playing the long game, though. Both of them. Yeah, but I don't, I don't Remember, Filoni's trying to tie in everything to do... from he who should not be named to Favreau well, to Lucas to Kennedy. I mean, he's trying to tie in everything and every little thing that he's going to try to weave in, I think is part of a grander kind of thing. So I, I'm, I just threw it out there as what if. So that's all. I don't think it's with Snoke. I think Snoke, because they said Snoke was supposed to be a variant of Palpatine. It was supposed to be a body that Palpatine can inhabit. Uh, From what I've read and what I've looked at, I don't think it's confirmed, but that's the thing. I don't believe that it's a a, a Snoke thing. I think Snoke did what he did in his own mindset. I think that was his own kind of, this is my choice. Nobody can stop me. And then all of a sudden, you know, Kylo, Rey, and all that fun stuff happened. In that beautiful throne room. Oh, it was a beautiful throne room. It was beautiful. It was a lot of red, a lot of red. But uh, I just honestly feel that she's going to be doing work she does not want to do. And that's where the pain came. I think she failed her family. She failed the uh, the Kaminoans. She felt like she couldn't stop uh, the Empire and she couldn't help produce something that the Empire would want. And she's feeling all that pain, all of that in one swing, losing all the Kaminoans, losing all the clones, losing everything else in one swing. And it just finally she realized I'm going to be doing something I don't want to do. And when they finally realize she's trying to screw it up, they're going to kill her, too. And I'm just putting that on the record now. We don't see her after. I'm serious. I don't think we'll see her after the Bad Batch because she's going to do something wrong. The Bad Batch are going to try and save her and they're going to kill her right in front of the Bad Batch. And it's going to be hell in that room that they do it in because you know Omega's going to lose her mind. Can we just like sum up that this entire episode has been pain and suffering? Because that's how I felt. (laughs) 
Yep, it, it's hard for me, me to for talk about. Soul. It's just like I said, <laughs> yeah. The podcast title, pain I, and suffering. It, it, it was hard for me. It's hard for me to talk about this because I, I always like when I first saw the clones, I lost my mind because I was like, oh, how did George Lucas do all that? You know, as a kid, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to get into more of the clones, so I got into the Commandos, like the the Legends books about uh, the Republic Commandos. And then we got the Clone Wars, and I got to see Rex and Cody, Wolf, and all that, and I got really attached to the clones. And after Clone Wars ended, before we got that seventh season, we got Rebels, and I got Rex, Gregor, and Wolf. And I was like, all right, you know, at least I got some clones. And when they confirmed season seven and they confirmed the Bad Batch, I was like, yes, more clones, yeah. And now watching what I adore, I love, like, I think if I could travel to Camino, I probably would. I mean, obviously not now because it's in the water, but like if that that would be one place I'd want to visit in the Star Wars universe, what, just what? to you, you, speak to the Kaminoans. You can't now; they're gone. Yeah, you, you could be what well, you could be some of the first to uh, be like deep sea diving expeditions, you know? Oh yeah, and go just see. Saying. No, uh, there's going to be a lot of darkness down go there. Go make friends with the big fish. And after that big fish, yeah, after that big fish, I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm pretty big okay. With big fish? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> See it, and I'm like, I don't got a big enough harpoon for this. Oh, this is gonna work. It's always a bigger yeah, fish. Yeah, no, I'm good. There's uh, always a bigger harpoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying harpoon. <laughs> oh, I want to. I want to say one more thing about the Omega thing. I think when they were passing by and she saw the cloning chambers, she just. I think we saw a lot of like in her face about she's watched a good portion of these clones that are out that are left be born be raised be trained like when she talks about going into Lama Su's uh was it Lama Su? yeah Lama Su's uh secret office where she has those chambers like when Crosshair's like where was this like you know where did this come from who's you know this and that they pop off and be like Omega this is where Omega watched us be made and Ooh. grow and it was like oh Crosshair do you not have feelings? Like, because he room, didn't see any emotion from Crosshair. Yeah, I know, right? Like, she's older than you. Respect. Okay. Did anybody catch the reference when they uh, walked into their old barracks and they talk about the smell? From, <laughs> <laughs> like, it stinks yeah. in here back in uh, season seven of the Clone Wars. Like, it smells Echo, better. Echo says, it's it. man, it smells bad. And they walked in, at least the stench is gone or at least the stink is gone oh. or whatever he said. At least the smell is gone. I was like, that's a good reference. That, that was a good reference. That's a good tie-in. I like the good nod. Okay, oh, okay. can, can, can we can we bring a little bit more lighthearted here? Here, kind of interject a little bit of comedy, please. Go ahead. Yes. Can I please? Just, just a little bit? Okay. So what would be a better song there uh, here at the end? Sir Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Come Up on Me or Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Which would have been a better song I mean, playing in the background? The whole thing. Because the music with, was amazing. The whole thing with um, Omega and Crosshair and him falling back into the water gave me some real Titanic vibes. So I'm going to have to go with My Heart Will Go On. Don't let go, Jack. Don't let go. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, throw crosshair down, throw him down, throw down. Jack. Although, isn't everything in Star Wars <laughs> what do you think, if, if it was me and I was going to say a, a song that would have fit the entire episode, probably the last two episodes, I'd have put Guns N' Roses' Welcome to the Jungle. Because <laughs> it was crazy. Everything that was going on was just crazy. That time frame, like, just, that, I think that that would have fit the best in the whole last two episodes for a musical composition. What, I think a good one. What about I got leaving one good song. in a <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say "Carry On Wayward Son" by Kansas. 
No. <sighs> no. Why? Why? Because that song belongs to I the know, Supernatural fandom. I think I know fandom. why you're saying no. And no, I but, can't. No, no, because, because, <laughs> no, because we, wanted tra- we wanted Crosshair. We wanted Crosshair to come back in. I- I'm trying to save it here. I'm trying to pull it back. So. I think that would no, be. No, 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 no. I think that would have been clever because it's all subtle and soft. And then when they fly off, it just picks up. No, like, you guys I'm must know. I'm a Supernatural fan. That's the that's the only reason why I, I see that you. Song. You guys must know that every Star Wars scene is improved by I Need a Hero by the iconic Bonnie Tyler. Fits with everything, everyone, all of them. <laughs> well, or hero by oh, Nickelback. No, 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 for, no, for, I, I don't dis- I don't disagree, but uh, as at least you didn't say hero by Chad Crow. I mean, so I'm just going. I'm going to commend you on that. But 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 if we want to go back, how about respect by Aretha? Right. This is an entire segment. <laughs> I think we're getting a little yeah, bit off the of topic here. We don't travel down a whole different area. Okay. I think we have chewed through the Bad Batch enough. Star Wars has left the building. Yeah, Star, uh, okay. Star Wars has left the building. <laughs> okay, so okay, so are, are we leaving? Are we leaving the Bad Batch behind now? I, I need think, an emotional break. I think I think there's a lot of things that we could bring up Fair in the enough. Bad Batch, and I know that we have another episode coming out about the Bad Batch here pretty soon about the entire season. So I think we I think we're good. I think we're good on that. It's an open secret. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> okay, so admittedly, I don't have much in the way of news and rumors, so who wants to kick off this? Me. Me, 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 me. News and rumors. I, Go for it, I Charlie. I have got a bunch of stuff in regards to casting, so I'll start with that. Um, again, Kyle might be able to correct me on this, but as far as I'm aware, as of the 11th of August, the Ahsoka series is looking for a live-action sub- Bean. Ooh. The Do rumor any- is that they're. I nominate CJ. The rumor is the person who did the uh, voice for her in the animated series um, in Rebels. They're trying to cast her, but that I'm not pretty sure it hasn't been confirmed. But I seen something pop up earlier about that. Somebody was saying that it had been, but I don't think that it has been. So I still think that they are looking for someone. Mm. And we've also got. Okay. Well, uh, oh, well, I was going to say who would who would our artiste, uh, our very well-renowned artiste, recommend to play the part of Sabine Wren? Oh, that would be hard. I'm, I am going to hold my hand up and say mm-hmm. that I have not actually seen Rebels, so it's not a character I'm massively familiar with. I think that's why I passed it off to you guys. I know I'm a horrible fan. Okay, so I, could, so I couldn't... CJ, go for it. I honestly think that would be a perfect casting. Um, when they cast these characters, they like to really mold their face to the cartoon character itself. I mean, itself. yeah, the, the, the character match I'm currently and looking she, at her like, right If now. you see... Yeah, if you look at the photo, she's got it spot on and she yeah. obviously has the voice. I think it would be the smartest and safest way but when has John Favreau and Dave Filoni ever went safe they have been risky they've tried things they've done things and it has paid off I don't think they're going to play the safe card I don't think they're going to fold in this game I think they're going Mm. to hold and wait to see what the other people have in their hands because everybody's when did this become a game of Texas Hold'em Sabak, I'm playing Sabak. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, but I don't okay, feel like okay. they're gonna do that. Right. I don't, I don't feel like they're gonna do that. I really don't. I feel like if they do, it would probably well, be. But, but we were speculating who thing. should, who should they offer it to? I think that they should offer to the lady that, or the, the the girl that did the voice, cause she kind of looks spot on. 
you know, she kind of looks a lot like her. So, uh, I mean, it sounds pretty unanimous. So I think that I, that's I'm just I ready to see with. more Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, aren't we all just waiting for more Mandalorian armor? Um, there's also <laughs> been some casting updates for Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, Indira Varma, who viewers and may know from Game of Thrones, she performed alongside Pedro Pascal. I cannot remember the character's name for the life of me. While she doesn't necessarily have much background knowledge of Star Wars, she says that both Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow have made, and I quote, this beast feel like an independent movie, which is so exciting. She's also been spotted on set in an Imperial officer's uniform, and I think Kyle earlier said that that potentially means she is... I read something now, this is just speculation, Allegedly. but I read... Allegedly. <laughs> I, I read something that said that she was supposed to be Governor Price, and I'm like... Yes. But it didn't make sense to me because I could have swore Governor Price died in the episode, in one of the episodes of Rebels. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I watched the uh, Rebels over again. But I could have swore that she got killed, or at least it was implied that she got killed in in Rebels, so I don't know how... Yeah, she, if memory serves, Thrawn ordered Price's yeah, execution. So I don't... If memory serves, or... But then they... Says, something about dispose of her or something didn't, like that didn't the crew of the ghost didn't they go in and and save her but i thought i thought she still ended up getting killed or something i i, I can't remember what exactly happened i know that no it, it wasn't price that she said it wasn't price that was saved it was a, a it was a lower ranking defector i mean she was still like an administrator but it wasn't price because price was still there in like the third season if i if memory serves that's why I read that character that they kind of were saying that she was going to be, and I, was, I just didn't get it because I was like, I could have swore she was dead, so... But I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure of uh, of any of that yet. So we'll have to wait and see. I also have um, some really exciting gaming news. Um, I'm a huge fan of the VR game Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Um, it's immersive, it's fun. And for somebody who hasn't been able to actually get to Galaxy's Edge at Disney, because I live in the UK, wah, wah, um, it's super fun to get to experience that. Um, a teaser trailer has dropped for the second half of the story, and it looks so cool. Now, we get that some returning characters. That's a VR game, right? Yeah, it is a VR game. You put the headset on and you're in the world. You get to use like guns and tools and so interact do you, with people. Is it like a, a a cell phone VR game or like, you know, no, or, uh, it's, it's um you need like an Oculus Rift or I have Oculus, but do you hook it up to the It plays entirely through just the Oculus. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to check that out. It's also Vader Immortal is fantastic if you're looking for other VR games. You get to act. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've never felt more powerful. That's so fun. Oh. You just, you get this sudden urge of power. Yes. Yeah, it's, I'm going to have to check that you're out. You're like, yes, I, you can't stop me. Like, that's it's, just how it is. It's like, the ah, level, The me. level of detail. Do you remember playing the beginning of The Force Unleashed when you play Vader on Kashyyyk? Yes. That's how that yes. felt to me. Like, when I played that, I was like, oh. ah, I feel like Vader on Kashyyyk. <laughs> Try me. Let's go. No, even though there's been a hold on sort of like a third battlefront, I still like. I still feel like there's been a real push for the Star Wars games recently, and it's fantastic. Oh, right, I'm done with news. Someone else can go. <laughs> what you got, CJ? CJ, I know you got it. So there wasn't a lot of toy news, but I got a couple things. Hasbro is dropping a new Hope hallway toy line where you can, it's that hallway where Vader comes in. Ooh. You can literally buy this set and it comes with two Rebels and you've got to obviously get the other toys. And I was like, oh, I want that toy. That'd be awesome. Uh, I need more well, well, stuff well, like well, that. Well, uh, can I ask a question? Yes. Can I ask a question? So, so we're getting like a uh, we're getting like a background piece. 
Is it the the clunky Vader of David Prowse or the kick-ass Vader at the end of Rogue One that we're getting in the hallway? Because that does make a difference. It's not that hallway where he starts wrecking things. It's not the hallway that he starts wrecking things in Rogue One. It's after he enters. It's that hallway where they all hang. Yep, see, Charlie, right there. Boom. Where, where, where Boom Vader chokes out the dude. Yeah. Is it that hallway? Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. But we're not a visual medium. Thank you, though, Charlie. That's awesome. <laughs> not yet. And, and Not yet. I got I'm excited. Just okay, I got it excited. looked like the hallway yeah. where Vader was choking out the uh, rebel um, yeah, thank you, guy Kyle. Thank asking you. him, where is the plan? <laughs> I know that they were shipped here. It looked like that hallway. Just to let everybody know, that's the hallway yeah. it looked like. Uh, <laughs> Hot toys. I don't know if you guys have been on hot. We're on a diplomatic <laughs> mission to Alderaan. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so hot toys. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't know if you guys have been on Hot Toys' website. They make their really really realistic Star Wars, Marvel. I'm poor and broke. Of course, I Dragon don't Ball have hot Z. toys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, me either. <laughs> so they are giving us. <laughs> That's just because of Dropbox. This, this, this is why. Bye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why? No, no, that wasn't this... against you. That was against. That was against Charlie. Uh, no, I'm laughing because that was against Charlie. <laughs> I know. Oh I know where it's thrown Ooh. at, but I'm still laughing. Fair enough. So, hey, just just be glad uh, I wasn't shading you. Okay, okay. Hot toys, hot toys. But you yes. throw enough shade. Hot so toys, yes, hot yes, toys yes. Hot toys is dropping but. like five new or five more figures. They're giving us the Dark Trooper statue, or he's Ooh. reaching, or like, they're reaching out and firing. Okay. They are giving us a Clone Wars Anakin and Obi Wan sideshow. Yes, yes. That's dope. And they look like the TV I, I don't show. Recognize. Uh, it, so Hot Toys and Sideshow Collectibles are working together on this. Yeah. I thought that was crazy to think that I mean, those what, two what, competitors. What do, they, what do they do? They make toys. Like, 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 what is our, <laughs> like, what is our artistic style? Is it more in the style of Hasbro, or is it no, more in the style um, of like it's, Funko it's, Pop, or is it more in the style of like what? Sideshow and Hot Toys are basically the same company. Same figures, super highly detailed fabric costumes, like mm-hmm. real hair. Um, hyper-realistic, very, very expensive, but they're two competing companies and they have been for quite a long time. People, but also most people who collect hot toys, collect Sideshow, tend to group them together with these yep. hyper-realistic. Oh, yes. okay. GTK. Uh, and they look just like they're on the TV and you're watching Golden Wars. They are that good. Like, they really got a hold Gorgeous. of this. And that's going to cost two twenty-five. Oh. And the Mandalorian $2.25? Dark Trooper that's a is going to cost Don't a- take my money. <laughs> and the Dark Trooper's going to be $130. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> oh. Um, I also well, okay, want to so get you're into... telling me that for the low... Let me get this right. The, the, okay. Let me just let me wrap my head around this. So for the low, low price of 25 of these set pieces, the Obi and Annie set pieces, you could actually go 48 hours on Galaxy... <laughs> Hotel. No. Do we want me? Do oh. Do you want to get into this itinerary? Tw- I will 20, share this itinerary. No, no, no. Dude, two hundred twenty-five dollars times twenty-five is like six k. That's what I was saying. It's all just you're the expensive. That's what I have to say. All of it. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that was what I, I was trying to get into. Yes. I collect. Can I do the itinerary? Please remove this. Dispensers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> CJ's losing his mind. My dude, carry on talking. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Oh! Oh! Wait! Wait! Where am I? <laughs> oh, uh, a, c- a couple of nifty things that the wife has added to the, my collection. First of all, I have to shout out Jordan. Just talk about stuff. 
Jordan, give me this beautiful chain pewter Millennium Falcon. I love it. We're not a visual medium. That's awesome, I <laughs> Okay, so right now, people, I know, but you Mark guys are. is holding up a necklace. This is a pewter Millennium Falcon on a Millennium chain. Falcon, that was a gift. And then he's holding up, uh, look like a Lego <laughs> toy of a uh, A-Wing. No, 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 no. This is Hot Wheels. It's an A-Wing fighter with a stand. Uh, but the cool, uh, but the, the uh, a very cool cup. Expressions of Darth Vader. And uh, can anybody read those expressions uh, for no, me? No, we can't see it. Uh, angry, angry, happy, happy sad, sad, confused, confused. All confused. But it's all Vader, so sleepy, it's all Vader, cheerful. So you can't tell the difference of what he is really saying or what he is thinking. Because <laughs> right. he doesn't make no facial expressions. Like awesome His whole face is plastic. Oh, yeah, the expressions of Darth Vader. So whenever somebody was saying uh, just. Stuff I just had to do some show off, you know. That's all because because uh, whenever you said Pez dispensers, ah. That's what it is. We are going <laughs> off of a super oh, tangent. As dispensers. We're going off of a full tangent of, of, Kyle is of speechless. things to, to say Ray, on an audio platform where can't nobody see this. I'm going to put this on YouTube. Watch. I'm going to put this whole episode on YouTube. Oh, dude. At, at, least, <laughs> let, at, at least let me do my hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Anything else, CJ? I know we've went off the rails. Okay. So but I we're, we're just that disappointed I... in. We're just that disappointed. In this, this week's episode, oh, you're just all. that disappointed. I thought it was awesome. Calm down, Garrison. Suck up. Hurry, uh, hurry, hurry. I can't help it. I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, G-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so has anybody uh, got any what, other what news? What else you got, CJ? Kyle, you always I, got something, brother. What you got? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. CJ, go ahead. Well, I was going to get into this itinerary because it's like maybe 40 hours of stuff, but go go ahead, Kyle. This itinerary is just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so what I... Okay, so $6,000 for 38 minutes of itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What I got is, uh, let's see here. There's been some talk about one of the episodes of the Acolytes being about uh, a young Palpatine and some of the actors that they are allegedly Ooh. been talking about getting to play a young Palpatine. One of them is, you know, our favorite bad guy in the Marvel series, Loki, um, Tom Hiddleston. He is one oh of the God. people that they brought oh up God. to play young Palpatine. As we all know, he's a very good bad guy. So that would be kind of cool if it was him. Bill, I can't even say this guy's last name. Skurgis, Skurgis, I don't even know. Skarsgård, whatever. Thank I can't you. say his name. I'm not good with name. We might know of him as he played uh, Pennywise, Suffering to Say, and some other stuff. He's more of in filmography stuff than he has been in a super like actor wise. Mm. Then we got Matt Smith, and oh. they said that he'll play a good part because he has no eyebrows. I mean. <laughs> 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 This dude has no eyebrow at all, and he has very high cheekbones, so they said that he would play a good Palpatine. Um, And then the last one is Timothy uh, Chamolet. Can he please have a sonic lightsaber? (laughs) Timothy Chalamet. He played in, he appeared in Homeland, Interstellar, <laughs> Lady Bird, and Little Women. So he's played, and he's also in the new Doom. They have said that has been looked upon as to play a young cheese Palpatine if 
This is true. I vote Matt Smith. Yeah, I vote Matt Smith. Like, Tom if you Nelson, really could I see the you, picture bro. of this guy, this guy has the thinnest eyebrow. He almost looks like Whoopi Goldberg. Like, he has no Dude, eyebrow. Dude, I know what Matt Smith looks like. He's the top doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he like Goldberg. He has no eyebrow whatsoever. Like, where's your eyebrow? This is like, his skin actually looks like eyebrows. <laughs> but there's no eyebrows there. It's like, it's crazy. But And then the other thing that I had is I wanted to bring up, I'm a big Bill Burr fan. I, 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 I listen to his Monday morning podcast all the time he's he's freaking hilarious and there's been stuff brought up about uh bill burrs being hating star wars and there's been a lot of rumors going around that he hates star wars and he was actually on a podcast not too long ago where he described that he does not hate star wars (gasps) the whole point of his joke that had to do with star wars was to get him on star wars so he basically said in the interview, Burr explained that there was a misconception that he actually hated Star Wars, which he said was not the case. I just was hating on it as a comic. You see a thousand people excited about something, you have to make fun of it. If you don't make fun of something, you're not a good comedian. If you don't make fun of something that a thousand people are saying, this is going to be great. So since I'm funny looking, and let's extrapolate this, since I'm the biggest detractor of she who shall not be named, that means I get to have her job? <laughs> Uh, yes, I guess yes. if you try, I'm funny you looking tried real hard. You know, I, like I said before, there, there's a guy on Instagram that he's been swinging a lightsaber every single day. He puts out a video until uh, Lucasfilms hires him to be in a Star Wars thing. And I really think that he's going to get there because this dude is like dedicated as hell. Okay, I'm not worried about being in a Star Wars. I want to be, I I want to replace the decision maker, please. I don't think I'd want her job. Okay, Charlie, what you got? I completely forgot this, but you all need to listen because this is hilarious. So obviously there's been a lot of buzz about the price of Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser experience. Um, Disney have had to add to their official FAQ page that it is in fact not a trip to space. <laughs> um, they wish to clarify that it is not a trip to space. It is a it is an experience that is like a trip to space. <laughs> hey, that would be and awesome. Honestly, that would be awesome as hell. Disney should do that. They got enough money. Disney has enough money. They should really open oh up a gosh. real Star Wars thing in space and then you get a fly to space. If everybody else gets to go to space. Okay, so who should they partner with? Elon Musk. Okay, Elon Musk. So should they partner with SpaceX or the other dude? Musk. Okay, so partner Musk. with SpaceX. There you go. Uh, oh my God. It is not offered a trip to my God. Well, the price of it, you would think that it I would. I pay $6,000 to go to space. Oh, oh, I, I get to see Disney and space. That would be awesome for six grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, I can see Disney also. I just hit the interwebs. And, and I save six G's. Right. Just, yeah. I just can't I, believe. I can have it on competing windows. One space, one Disney. I can see them both at the same time. Save six grand. Does Star Wars? <laughs> CJ, help me out, dude. No, Charlie, go ahead. I, I want to hear what Charlie's got to say. Um, yeah, I just wanted to read from their page. Does Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser really take passengers into space? While your Galactic Star Cruiser voyage is not an actual trip into space, passengers will experience the sensation of voyaging on a Star Cruiser through space. In a galaxy far, far away. Wow, people actually thought that you got to go to yep. space yep. for six people grand. Genuinely yeah. thought it you got to go to the, space. What, what is it like? And these are a couple billion okay, to go okay, to okay, space. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna answer your question before you ask it. Okay, I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna answer your question before you ask it, Kyle. The type of people that actually think this are the 86 percent of people that says to change the name of Slave One. I'm done. It's split fire. Slave One. What is it? What, what was it? I think the name of the actual ship.
it, what's the name of it? It's like Split Fire or something like that. No idea. Um, uh, I don't even yeah. know. All right, I'm looking up. Y'all, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, talk about yourself. Whoa, 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 what other, what other uh, funny FAQs? And okay, go for it. Okay, oh, so oh, I oh, have oh, the itinerary. Y'all want to get out? Charlie versus Charlie. Charlie versus Charlie. Somebody say something. Go. Okay. So I have the itinerary for this supposed 48 hours of fun. So you arrive on day one at one o'clock. You launch to the Star Cruiser, In which is a hotel, not a ship. No, 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 no. This is 1 p.m. <laughs> At 1.15 1 to 1.30, you go, you go to the Star Cruiser. At 1.45, you go to the ship orientation. At 3 o'clock, a light refreshment. You got 45 minutes. For a light refreshment. No, 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 no. Just, just keep going. I'm adding this up about exactly on. how much entertainment you get. I'm, I'm, go, go ahead. I'm listening. At, at 3 30 to 4, go, go, you go. get sub box lessons. Oh, what? That's Four sick. o'clock muster. Okay. I already know how to place the box, so I don't want the lessons. Can I opt out? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, muster from 4 to 4.30. Okay. From 4.30 to 5 is a captain's reception. From 5.30 to 7 is dinner featuring live music. If it's not, if it's not those people in Jabba's oh, palace... so far! What the hell? <laughs> from 7.15 to 7.30, it's Outer Rim... I can't say this word. R-E-G-A-L-I-A. Regalia. Regalia. Anybody? Regalia. Thank you. Yeah, regalia. And then all of a sudden... Thank you, regalia. From 7.30 to 8.00, an unexpected story moment that's timed. You, it has to be at 7.30. This is some military okay. Wow, shiter. would it be all kind of spontaneous okay, there? Okay, so, they, so far they just okay. described For about $38. Yeah, $38 <laughs> worth of entertainment. Yep. Okay, hold on. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. With, with, with a $30 refund. When is bedtime? Because it won't be on time. <laughs> <laughs> From 8 to 8.45, it's bridge training, which I think would be kind of exciting because I wonder if it's like a, a moment where you're on the bridge and you're fighting and you got to work as a team. You can look up that the rules of the card cool. game online. What's next? <laughs> No, bridge, not bridge. <laughs> not that bridge. I meant bridges. And I know, whatever. I know. That's the joke. Keep going, keep going. Uh, okay, oh and then you go to, and then there's special entertainment from 8.30 to 8.45, and then you go to bed. What? Okay, we're not going to describe the next two days. Yep. The hell? Because that <laughs> was long. And you didn't, you just, it might have been $40. Hold on, we'll be getting into lucky. day two. We'll be, day okay. two is really no, exciting. This is the thing. Okay, okay. Hold on a second. That was six hours where you eat four times and have an unexpected, precise story event. What? Here's the thing, Kyle. Uh, yes. The second day isn't anything like that. Okay. They just drop you off back at the park. Let me get into this, guys. Come on. <laughs> so you get an hour for oh. breakfast, and then you go to tr you go to Batu at eight fifteen. You ride three of the rides, and then you get an unexpected story moment at the park. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh. Can we just and have this replaced the impossible quiz? Can we please put this itinerary somewhere in the show notes? 
Can, can we put this yes. link somewhere in the show notes? Because this, this this is beyond anything that I can come up with, and I'm out there. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. Oh can my I just gosh. say day three? Okay. All there... I got to say about day three. Hold on. You literally, on day three, you eat breakfast for an hour, and then they launch you back to the pods to go home yep. at <laughs> 10 o'clock. That's it. Forty dollars worth of entertainment for six grand. Eight grand. Eight, six to eight grand. Yep. <laughs> yep. That is ridiculous. Oh, 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 I will send wait, you guys wait, wait, the okay, okay, so let me guess. I will send you guys okay, the okay, so This is three hundred dollars worth of food. I'm like, guessing. And then you got the idea. Five grand in the gift shops. Like I know all your food is comped. Uh, and I'm sorry, I could spend six grand and buy everything I want from Galaxy's Six grand. Yeah, I'd rather just go to Galaxy's Edge. Why would I even do this? Thing. I yeah. would go to Galaxy's Edge, pay six grand there. I'd have a ton of fun for six grand in, Dal- in Galaxy's Edge. Or, like three grand to go take a family or, or four let me to give Galaxy's my six grand Edge. to Elon Musk to go up and see the Edge of the like Horizon six or something. Grand, wow. You'd get to like do all kind of special <laughs> You don't get to do nothing for six grand. That's There's just, lightsaber training. Like, that's crap. And he don't get to meet Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like they didn't even have no oh, parts man. that I get to kill Trey, Jedi. help us out, please. To be honest, I think we should just move on to the quiz. <laughs> I sent him the link. He, yeah. he, he never got back to me. Kyle, did you have anything else? Yeah, yeah, Kyle, I, I know you had something else. What, talk to uh, me, dude. No, that's all I had. Oh, the sl- uh, Slave 1 is actually called a Fire Spray 31. It's the Fire Spray Starship fire spray 31. 31. It's a class patrol and attack craft. That's the name Fair of it. Fair enough. I like that. The new, the new name of Slave 1 will be Fire Spray 31. I like it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, if it wasn't already <laughs> named for 40 years prior. Okay, Charlie, do you got anything else nope, news and rumors I'm was? Good. CJ? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that after that, that whirlwind experience on Batu where we get to spend 18000 in the gift shop just kind of drained us. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so uh, is everybody ready to have their butts kicked by Charlie? It's Charlie's Impossible Quiz. I have themed the questions this week. They are all uh, Bad Batch related, so I hope you're ready. CJ, I expect good results. <laughs> Same rules apply. Stick your hand up. No promises. <clears throat> Question number one. What rank does Hunter hold? Mark? Sergeant. Yes. Um, can you tell okay. me what the Bad Batch's sort of ship is called? The Marauder. You didn't put your hand up. Oh. But also, <laughs> that was... I'm going to get CJ. CJ. The Marauder. No, it has a full name. It's two words. The Marauder. I need both of them. No, I need both of them. Oh. Fine, none of you get it. It's Havoc Marauder. Havoc Marauder. What is Echo yeah. CT designation? This is said we should several all know times. This. We should all know this from the Clone War. They yeah. said it about 700 CJ? times in that no. one episode. No. No, Mark? No, because it's not 7575. 5904. No. Kyle, do you want to have a guess? Uh, uh, I don't even know. I can't I can't remember what it is. Um CT1409. Yes. Okay. Where does the name uh, yeah. Where okay. does the name heavy. Where does the name Clone Force 99 come from? Why are they called Clone Force 99? CJ? After the defective janitor clone uh, CT9999. Just CT99, but you're correct. What mm, is yeah, the full name of, of a... the head have four. <laughs> what's the what's the full name of Omega's weapon? Uh, electric Mark? bow. No. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was no? electro bow or something like that. It's a Zygerian energy bow. Mark. I can't remember the first word. I remember <laughs> it was energy Mark, bow. Mark, this one's just for you. Dang Omega's it. voice actress Michelle Ang originally oh auditioned for a part in which Star Wars movie? Any guesses? You can literally just guess blind. Go ahead. <laughs> Slave one. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Solo. No. Rogue One. Solo. No. Okay. CJ? Oh, is that for me? I have no clue. Revenge of the Sith. No. She's only young. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, so close. So close. Last Jedi. Yes. That piece of crap ate. Yes. Um, can anyone tell me what the name of the capital... What's the capital... Oh, I get it because I hate on uh, he who should not be named. I got you. What's okay. the capital city of Camino? Duh. See, did I see Mark? Topoca City. Yes, it is Topoca City. Um, which famous horror, horror film inspired the graceful yet unsettling design of the Kaminoans? Mark? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. What I ship did Obi- well today. <laughs> what ship did Obi Wan take to Camino? Uh. CJ. Is Jedi Starfighter? Starfighter. No, it has a name. Oh. Yeah, it does. I don't I remember didn't... the name of it. Ah. Yeah, I can't remember the name. I just no. know it was a Jedi Starfighter. Uh, Delta Seven. Oh. Seven. Yeah. Right. Everybody yeah. gets a guess at this because it's quite obscure. How many clone troopers were made for the Grand Army of the Republic? Everyone gets a guess. Whoever's closest wins. CJ. Eight hundred and fifty thousand. No, Kyle. Uh, one point. 2 million. Mm-mm. No, it's more than that because whenever she's whenever <laughs> she's talking with Obi-Wan, the first million have already been produced, the second million are in production. I want to say 5. <laughs> 5 million. No. Um if we're talking closest, Mark gets the point. It's actually 1 billion 7 million. What? The- she said, uh, there was, uh, she said what the there's 200,000 ready to go and another million on the way. Ain't that what she said? Yeah. The so that would also, only be 1.2 million. So I looked up several different sources and that seemed to be the most like rounded figure. God, that's a lot. I, no, Oof. I don't want that point. That's, no, that's out there. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the thought, but no, no. That, that, Just that's imagine not they had to kill a billion clone troopers when the Empire took over. That's a lot. <laughs> Um, the last question. No, no, where do they had to kill Switch? I mean, what? <laughs> the last question is a trick question, um, and all of you are going to fall for it, and it's going to be great. When was the first appearance of the Bad Batch? So this is the same one as, like, last time where you said appearance. So the first <laughs> time that they appeared was mm-hmm. in Star Wars Celebration. Yes! Yes! My yeah. man gets the point. Yeah. Because... Nice job. They were, nice yeah, job. they were shown at a panel. I really paid attention to the wording, because when you yeah, said that, I said, oh, it's gotta, a wording. A Because you got us last time with <laughs> Fett. Like, Boba Fett was in the 70s. You over here talking about... Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay, yeah. But, hey, I wanted to bring that up, too, because that was funny. As, and I don't think a lot of y'all got that last week. When the first appearance, CJ, you said 76, and Jordan said 74. Star Wars was created in 77. Where the hell did y'all get those numbers at? <laughs> no, 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 no. Star Wars was created in 75. It started shooting in 76. A New Hope was released in May of 77. Yeah, but Boba Fett wasn't even around until 78 or <laughs> when Empire Strikes Back came out. They talked about uh, 1974. That one I'll When I was editing it, oh, I was oh. like, 1974? Who got 74? <laughs> That's it. I've been beaten. I actually think Mark won that one. Uh, I think Mark won that one yep. too. No, I didn't. I didn't when, take the point. When we hit... No, I think when CJ we hit did. ten episodes, I'm going to go back through all of the episodes and tot up all of the total points. I know I lost. Okay, that's next episode. This is yeah, episode yeah, nine. So every ten episodes, we'll restart. That was. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Thanks. Uh, right, those questions just for you guys. Yeah, thank that. Yeah, and, and and actually, by the way, you don't get enough credit for writing oh, these. You. you do an amazing it's, job. It's you really, really fun. Do. Oh yeah, you really do. I love really doing fun. this. 
I just can't wait till we go live. Once we start oh, going boy. live and we can bring in callers and stuff and have other people guessing at the answers, it's going to be really yes. funny because I want to hear some I'm of the so crap that other people. I'm so excited to do everything in cosplay. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Oh, that's not <laughs> going to be fun. I'm going to be hot, man. You know, my oh, cosplay actually. costume is so hot. Darth Sway is hot. That thing is hot to wear. But, hey, uh, tell the me cool how you really thing feel. about it is, the cool thing about it is, and that's also something else that, I, that, that is going to be a first time thing. Because if you go back and you look at my Instagram, nobody knows what my face looks like on my Instagram. I've never came out. Mm. I'm going to do my face reveal on the first episode hey. of the podcast live stream. <laughs> Yep, I'm taking my mask off. Nobody nobody knows what I look like on Instagram or TikTok or any of them. They've never seen my face. So they do not know. Well, yeah, no, they don't nobody know what my face looks like. So on the very first live stream, when we do the cosplay live stream, then I will take my face. I'll take the take the mask off. Everybody gets to it's see. It's gonna be a return of the Jedi. Take my face off. Off. Like, yeah. John Travolta or Nick Cage. Right off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Are you Nick Cage or John Travolta? Uh, Which was a really good movie, yeah, by the way. A good movie. It was kind of confusing though. Anyhow, I think it, it I was. think we've had a lot it of fun was. this episode, guys. It's been good. Kyle, do you have anything left over? Uh, nope. I think that's it for me. CJ, you rocking? You got anything? Well, okay, Charlie, everything. are you hangry? I am. I am. A ha- uh, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> but, 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 CJ, you're my brother. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Catch us next week. Maybe more than one time. Garrison, we love you, dude. Addison, make sure we get our friend back at some point. Everybody have an amazing weekend, and may the force be with you. Stop recording, Kyle. I can't. Stop it. <laughs> no, I don't want to can't cancel. It still says hold recording. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to work this shit. Backstage behind the scenes. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into LSR. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us at lightsaberradio at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. They're linked in the show notes below. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pick Film Media and is a Swaycast original, starring Charlie Harwood, Garrison Turcott, Mark Bishop, CJ Elliott, and Carl McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away. 